Welcome to your favorite YouTube channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. We're a daily YouTube channel, and we got nearly 1,500 videos uh, that are live right now as we speak. We might have talked about some of your favorite comics. Hit the search box in on the front page of the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Pop in your favorite titles. See if we talked about your faves. If not, let us know what we need to cover sooner than later. We also have a Patreon that supports this channel and the King Kayfabers on the Patreon get access to uh, the videos before anybody else. They're hanging out with us in a live stream recording session as we record these videos. That mitigates the Kayfabe effect very often, including today. We're talking about some stuff that is uh, long out of print and uh, reasonably expensive in this case, but it's the King Kayfabers who are going to be able to snap up the cheapest copies that are available of the books and ephemera that we're talking about. And uh, today, continuing off of yesterday's episode, we're not talking about a book per se, but we are talking about the City of Fire portfolio set that Mobius and Jeff Darrow collaborated on. Uh, I believe within the first month of Darrow moving to France, this is something that he was working on. This is amazing. And it was, uh, he said that he could do one every five days. It was the thing. And you go, okay, like a week to work on something. Like, but when you see it, you can't believe that he even uh, drew that stuff in, in, in five days. Now, let's see how we do this. And we got to thank uh, the K-Favors out there for, for sending us cool stuff. We received this at, uh, at Baltimore Comic-Con. The guy said... The guy said, uh, these are just collecting dust. And he, he sent the uh, the big damn hard-boiled, and then he sent the City of Fire to us. And uh, truthfully, it's hard to figure out like where the division of labor it begins and ends. Like I imagine that Mobius colored it all. But there's elements that feel Mobius-like, and then there's uh, pieces that feel Jeff Darrow-like. He says that, uh, Jeff said that there was one piece that was not in like the French set. So there's one extra. This is interesting to try to guess. I feel like some of the little details around here, especially that shark, feel Darrow-esque. But overall, I see a lot of Mobius. And I wonder if maybe the background is Darrow. Yeah. And the, those flying uh, creatures are Mobius. Right. Because like that, those marks feel like uh, Mobius, right? Yeah. Like, and it's a thicker brush and stuff. And maybe even the, like the figure drawing has mo shades of mobius built in such an interesting weird project yeah cartoonist kayfabe is brought to you by the books that we make jimmy has forthcoming street angel princess of poverty it's a good companion piece to go along with street angel deadliest girl alive he's been self-publishing lately true crime funny is 1986 zine bw zine if you didn't get these at comic cons he's going to put them uh, live on his website in uh late october and the long out of print hulk grand design scoop up those cop comics I have the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus coming to you, 10th anniversary. Make sure you scoop it up. Best book I ever made. The current focus has been Red Room. There are two trade paperbacks of Red Room that are out there, Trigger Warnings and the Antisocial Network. Just wrapped up the four issues of the final season, Crypto Killers, with the third issue containing a backup feature of my forthcoming daily comic strip. 
and X-Men Grand Design Trilogy coming out in November, collecting long out of print uh, X-Men Grand Design books that I put together. Before you is a healthy bibliography of a bunch of stuff that we have out on the stands today. Now that we're done paying the bills, back to the video. See, now we're getting into, when once I see structure like this, yeah. that to me talks Jeff Darrow, you know, like really making sort of this fantastic stuff work, like all the stairs and everything. That feels, again, just guessing, but feels a little bit more uh, Darrow-esque. And look at all the chocobos just kind of like pointing their heads all different places, you know, getting ready for their flight, getting groomed by their, you know, equestrians. Amazing the uh, the depth, which is something I associate with Mobius, but it's cool to think of these guys collaborating. And I do wonder, like, color-wise, what Jeff Darrow is doing, if he's doing some of the color work. I don't think so at all. Like, I, I don't think that's his, his, his interest at all. I think it's all Mobius. And uh, it's so wild, like, these creatures. I just imagine these guys, like, passing stuff back and forth. You know, you see something one of you does, and then it inspires you to be like, well, I got to add it add some creatures here you know if, <laughs> if the other guy's drawing all this stuff things like some of these motors and things too i think um reminds me of darrow just from a mechanical standpoint it's a seamless collaboration it really is like, yeah it's, it really it's, is it's a peanut butter and jelly man also these are probably pages that if you just pour over for hours you're going to see more and more detail like i was noticing some of the creatures on the floor and in the background and it's an immense amount of detail for these things being very oversized this is probably maybe about the size of four comic books right for people at home and yet it seems too small to me you know like the <laughs> amount of detail that's contained on this piece the lighting with the shadow on this structure right there i love this too it's a drawing table yeah, even with a triangle and a t-square and the highlights on that cracked cement it's it's just every every square inch has thought put into the drawing and the color. It's a great example of how perspective can give you a real sense of depth. You know, like this looks like it's a mile away. Right. And I think part of it is because we have beams and things that suggest that perspective. Right. Yeah, good call. Wow. This is neat. So let's look at the other section. Are we telling stories now? Yeah. That's so interesting. Wow. It's the same drawing with two color treatments. Wow, that's so cool. So this might be the thing where it's like the two plates, like the, like the extra plate or something. Yeah, it could be. It's so neat, like how dramatically different. At a glance, I thought it was two different pieces, like things had moved and stuff, just because the lighting makes such a difference. Yeah. Yeah, that mm. goes to show you. It really does. Color and, stuff. and then it's such a bright day outside so that would create that kind of darkness inside because that light outside dominates think of like when you're trying to take a selfie or something with the sun behind yeah, you yeah backlit yeah wow that's really neat again with these bizarre creatures it really it's a world you know it's a world and they're creating cultures and lived in universes that have existed for a long time like look at how weather beaten that statue is mm -hmm. it's, it's it's been there a while love all the modified instrumentation as well you know like this kind of stuff yeah man pretty pretty far out there um when i look at stuff like this it makes me think like i really like when we talk to jeff and he talks like mobius right and what his impression of like mobius's immense talent is and i feel like 
you're seeing it here and it's cool to think of like jeff interacting with that visually you know being able to have that conversation on a drawing right see like these faces that feels like moby's face mm -hmm. doesn't it yeah i think so but you know you get into the instrumentation and like that feels like Darrow, right? Right. Yeah, like there's like Mobius marks right there. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they split the difference with their little rabbits. <laughs> you draw half, I'll draw half. The colors are extremely bold. You know, yeah, it's still held up. Something aqua like this and then having your couple of bursts of like warm colors. Yeah. Pretty awesome. This is the kind of stuff I look at this color and I think like, Everybody wants to do brown desaturated colors. This is what you're leaving on the table. Yeah, totally. You know, and once you see this, I just don't know how you can look at the brown grays and feel anything but contempt. Right. It's interesting. Just like that one piece that uh, Mobius colored twice, he was choosing different things to pull out and focus on. And one of the things was birds, like a specific bird. And it's cool to see these red birds against the uh that's a very bold color because that's like far away from what you would consider to be like a focal area you know mm -hmm. like it's nowhere near your like golden circle or whatever but really calling a lot of attention but if you do something like this like what, what's that design rule like you know the three the, you got to do it three times kind of thing you have this right here and then it's balanced with like that red bird too to create you know something that isn't too left heavy or anything makes me wonder the size of this because yeah. we're seeing different shapes right you know it's not like we're working with the same canvas on all of these that's kind of neat and uh just the way he approaches some of the organic elements with totally different color treatments wow yeah wow no. like this has to be massive the <laughs> right. original yeah yeah totally wow i wonder if uh, mobius colored the original I think you could only do that if there's no whiteout on the page. Right. I'd I'd be surprised. Like, I mean, you know, maybe. I don't know. I would be scared to death to do that. Let yeah. me put it that way. Yeah. I'm not gonna project onto Mobius. I think a Mobius man. can handle it, but yeah, I would. I wouldn't have the balls. I've I've seen this image before, but I've seen it like in thumbnail. So it's just incredible to see in, in real life. This one feels very blurred to me in terms of who is doing what. Because we've seen these kinds of amazing crowd scenes with Darrow. Yeah. Um, clearly there's a lot of Mobius here. You know, like certain figures and clothing and stuff remind me of Mobius. So I think he's certainly involved in this crowd scene a bit. But then like once you get into this dragon creature, the stuff that's on it and hanging off of it, I just can't tell who's doing what. Right. That looks pretty hardcore Jeff. The colors are so complimentary, having little bits of like highlight to suggest, you know, a harder, more uh, almost shell-like or metallic yeah. surface on this stuff. Yeah. Combined with very organic, almost like stone and cement. Yeah. Like, you know, there's like a layer of dirt on there. Weather it's dull. Beaten. Yeah, water damaged. Love all these wires that run along the sides. Good scales with low lights and highlights. When you could like reverse engineer a little, like when you really study, it's like you have your base color. Then you have like a dark color and then your highlight up up top. Even this, I guess, driver is casting a shadow. Absolutely. You can see his chair casting a shadow on the neck of that thing. Yeah, it's so fascinating. And, and, and thinking about like where Mobius is deciding to put that stuff, because it's not like there's a shadow here, but there is back here. And there's certainly a down plane along, the, along this uh, creature. I have a lot of questions. Because this almost feels like you're just playing with textures, you know, in some ways you see like the rock, the wood, the the tracks. 
there's so many textures here. Like, I just wonder what goes on in the head to be like, okay, this here's here's an idea for a drawing that we can do. Yeah, now I wonder if it's five days for a complete plate to be done or if it's five days for Jeff's con contribution. And then if that's the case, how many days for Mobius's contribution? I also want to know where are the original drawings of this? Yeah. Are these on display somewhere that you can go and see them? Right. This is so neat to see. It reminds me of like the hard-boiled crowd scenes and everything that that I just drool over. Yeah, with the Mobius flavor, with the with the sort of setting, the Arzak people and things. But but I'm sure Jeff is like adding plenty of stuff. Man, I can't wait to talk to Jeff. Get some get some further insight into this because like I said I've never seen it before today and I'm kind of bowled over when I hear portfolio I don't think major work right and whenever I see these plates I've completely changed my mind like this looks like a gigantic huge undertaking something that you would really commit to and it looks like every everything is on these pages you know like does somebody commission this a publisher a, an agent you know And we know what Jeff thinks of, of Mobius, so he doesn't want to, he wants to show and prove, you know, he's putting his, all his effort into this. One of the great pieces on this page are the light sources coming totally. out of these, you know, you picture this as like maybe nighttime or, or uh, late evening, but you have those lights popping out of the windows. I'm just, I'm such a sucker for that. Do you think he puts a wash, like of everything that's not lit, do you do a wash of like a kind of blue like this? on everything to start probably that would make sense like if i were working digitally and coloring it that's probably the way i would go and if you know your light sources your windows or whatever like you could you could go that way that would make sense to me because then you pull out a couple of highlights right and you put in your your shadows although like these green elements don't look like they're working over yeah could have left some of those you know, open. the oranges some of the faces yeah the oranges yeah i don't know Wow, that's pretty. Now this is a piece where I, once again, the division of labor because it doesn't even look like there's ink on it. That's stunning. It looks like, if I had to guess, I would just say this is a Mobius piece, right? Because it's so different than everything. There's no, there's no discernible ink line. It's possible. You wonder, like, is this a Jeff Darrow pencil job that Mobius finishes? Like, I have no idea how they were playing with this stuff, but it's incredible. Like, this doesn't look like either of them no. too much. You know, this foreground element reminds me of Mobius for sure. But, like, going from that sky... His level of depth, he's captured that plenty of times. You know, like, going, going, getting dotted into the horizon line and stuff. But, yeah, this is one that I looked at at the con. It was just like, man, who did what here? Now, this one feels half and half. Yeah. Half and half. Though, like, you know, I could imagine Jeff doing this piece. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine Mobius being like, you you draw the bench. I'll draw the person on it. But this is 100% Darrow drawing. I mean, that's a, that's the cowboy. And it's all the Darrowisms, man. A big turtle. Big time. These floating bodies are really strange because I think of this background, like like the art hanging on the wall there is right. being very Mobius and not something I've seen Jeff do. But then like the floating babies in front of it. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Like I was I was like thinking that they were part of the art, mm -hmm. but like now I totally see. Yeah, they even break the plane a little bit on the yeah. left side. Yeah, that's how you know. 
I also, uh, you know, I mentioned the light in the last one of Viking, but I like this stuff where like there are flat elements and I've seen lots of artists do versions of that, you know, all the way like Norman Rockwell would do stuff like that, a person standing in front of a painting or something. Uh, but I, I think it really, it's another way to create depth by having something super flat. Right. And then having something with volume in front of that. That's cool. Nice color too, that, that blue, almost a neutral gray. Yeah, and it looks like some of it was applied wet on wet. Yeah, there's little bits of like... Maybe airbrush? Or are you that, thinking airbrush? Yeah, I am. I think I saw airbrush in some of the lighting uh, for the for the background, like whenever the little chickens are flying out of the out of the, you know, hangar or whatever. Man, airbrush seems like a nightmare for having to mask off some of this stuff. Yes. That might be something you'd put down as a base. Right. You know, because you could almost just mask off your paintings and kind yeah, of like do even, a very light. Look at that. Once you're cutting out with your frisket. Yeah, that Something that close. Fun. That's a bitch, man. Have an assistant do something like that. Pretty fun, huh, Jimmy? Yeah, this is an awesome find. I'm very happy to share this, too, because I'm sure we obviously have a lot of Darrow fans in Cartoonist Kayfabe land. And certainly Mobius fans. And I don't know, like, I've never seen these. Right. So I bet a lot of our, our audience is also watching this for the first time. And, boy, thankful for uh, high definition. <laughs> you know, it's a chance to really share this stuff that otherwise, where are you going to see it? But it's only 1080p. Here's the thing, though, Jimmy. We received these these riches at Baltimore Comic Con, but we only received one of each. Mm. Big damn hard boiled. This is an episode we did yesterday. So check that one out, man, and to, to see the interior of that. Mobius Darrow City of Fire. So we have the equalizer, Jimmy. Okay. Two-sided quarter. And I'll have you call it. Very tense. I'm going to call heads. Oh. <sighs> It's tails. It's tails, Jimmy. I take that big damn hard boiled man. You're very kind, Ed. Although I'll be honest, neither one of these is a loser. <laughs> Doesn't matter at all, Dad. <laughs> I was actually going through these videos and thinking, I might frame some of those. I know. I, it's, like, it's really spectacular. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm stoked on this. Uh, I'm excited to hear from Jeff a little bit more, and it may be something we share in a future video when we right, talk yeah, to like, him, like have him or something that us. we recap in you know next week or something because like. I don't know anything that looks like this. Yeah. My favorite stuff is show me, and same with Big Damn Hard Boiled. Like, my favorite stuff is show me something I've never seen before, and this is it. This is the epitome of that. So the guy who gave, hooked us up, he said, he said um, it's collecting dust. And if uh, either of these are collecting dust in, in your uh, library, <laughs> P.O. Box 3071, Munhall, PA, 15120, Cartoonist Kayfabe, uh, especially if you have a big damn hard blue, because I, I really want that also. But this is I'm, a, super, I'm super happy to, uh, to to take this guy because I know you've been looking for that for a long time. This is a great one-two punch. I feel like for back-to-back -back video days, like you're welcome, everybody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, once again, thank you to the K Fabers who do uh, bring this kind of stuff to our attention and, and allow us to share it with everybody. You know, like this is awesome. Yeah. And if you could just let me borrow that every now and then, man. Like, uh, <laughs> we could trade. Yeah, we could yeah, trade yeah. now and then. Yeah, that would be, that would be excellent, man. K-Fabers. Like, follow, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. We are a daily YouTube stream. Uh, we have about 1,500 videos that are out there in the wild as we speak. New videos all the time. We may have talked about some of your faves, uh, the way that you figure that out. 
because we have such a big ass uh, filmography, you got to go to the search feature, a little magnifying glass on the front page of the Cartoonist Kayfabe uh, page, and uh, give your t favorite titles a search. If we did not cover your faves, you have to let us know in the comments so that we can bump those books higher to our to-read pile. We have lots of that stuff, but some of that stuff we, we, we might not. So you might have to, uh, you know, share your copies if, uh, if that's the case. We are uh, supported by the Patreon and our King Kayfabers on the Patreon uh, get access to all the videos before anybody else. Uh, so it's very key at a time like this where these uh, plates, the, you know, the portfolio, the big damn hard boil, these are, these are nearly $1,000 a piece. So... You know, King K Fever's getting the cheapest copies of all that stuff. Ultimately, though, the videos are brought to you by the books that we make. So, Jimmy, I want you to illuminate the people. Let them know what you got. Street Angel Princess of Poverty is my next release from Image Comics. This will be out in November. You need to pre-order it now. Let your comic shop owner know that you want a copy. And this is a companion piece to Deadly Scroll Alive. It'll be the same size as Deadly Scroll Alive, but they don't overlap. So get both books. You'll have a complete set of all of my Street Angel comics to date. I want to let everybody know my Hulk Grand Design, my contribution to the Grand Design trilogy, if you will, out of print at the distribution level, which means if your store still has a copy and you don't, you need to pick that up because once it disappears, Marvel's reprint uh, policy is not the best. Things definitely go out of print and it looks like Hulk Grand Design is there. So pick that one up if you haven't already. I've been self-publishing. These are my latest two zines. The BW Explosion is black and white comics from the 80s and 90s that I love. 1986, best year in comics history, loaded with stuff from Dark Knight and Mouse all the way to the dozen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle knockoffs. And we'll look at that a little bit closer along with True Crime Funnies, my nonfiction anthology comic. Um, I'm going to be selling these in late October for a holiday fall sale, October 26th. Circle the date on your calendar. I will have these up on jimrug.com. And if you can't wait until then, you can join patreon.com slash jimrug where you can read a lot of my out-of-print zines and mini-comics. Hey, Uncle Jeff, you got an extra copy? <laughs> I'll, I'll pay shipping. <laughs> the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is becoming uh, closer and closer to reality, man. It comes out on October 18th. And it's time for your comic shop to order them. Uh, your comic shop needs to know how many of these things to order and who wants them. So don't take it for granted that it's just going to be on uh, on on the, the the spinner rack at your local comic shop. It's the 10-year anniversary of Hip Hop Family Tree. It's the 50th anniversary of Hip Hop as a Culture, so we had to do it upright. Uh, this is the best book I ever made. 500 plus pages, a whole bunch, over 100 pages of, uh, well, almost 150 pages of material that isn't in the first uh, big book, uh, the first four, four volumes. So make sure uh, you get that. Please put it on your bookshelf. It's the best thing that I made to date. X-Men Grand Design Trilogy is coming to you in November, collecting all of my X-Men Grand Design works. And uh, some volumes of that are out of print, so it's your way to get your hand on all of it in one fell swoop. Red Room is the current focus. Uh, it is in two trade paperback editions so far and we just wrapped up crypto killers the third season of red room comics the third issue of crypto killers has a backup feature that contains uh the characters that i want to be covering in my daily comic strip that i'm going to begin serializing publicly january 1st 2024 but i'm serializing it right now on my patreon Every Tuesday, I put up new strips for, for three bucks, plus there's a whole archive including all of Red Room up there, just for three dollars. Uh, so, become an early adopter and support the, the strips. Uh, those are the books, and we need you to support the books in order for us to continue 
keeping the channel going, but there are some other ways to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Jim, you feel let the people know. You can subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, fanny packs, stickers, and lots more at our spread shop. That link is also under the video in the show notes. All good ways to support the channel. Jimmy, if you don't mind giving them the marching orders, we can be on our way. Make more comics.